Good morning. Um, we're going to be continuing our series on the fruit of the Spirit. And today we are um, looking at and exploring the, the fruit of kindness. I wonder what comes to your mind a moment or an experience or an interaction first one that comes to your mind when you hear the word kindness. There's a time from today or this week or this month or year in your lifetime when you think of a moment that you would describe as a moment of kindness. And I wonder what you feel when you remember that time. I'm going to talk a little bit today about kindness. I'm going to show a video on kindness, give you some information. But what I want you to be doing is listening and be preparing for a little discussion at the end on what are the resources we have here as a gathered communion to cultivate kindness. What do we have at our fingertips? Um, together that God has given us that would cultivate this spirit or excuse me this fruit of God's spirit and we're going to talk a little bit about that um, at the end all right um, it strikes me that kindness or, or, a, or a desire for kindness is everywhere right now and this has been in my face over the last few weeks as I prepared today um, obviously Mr. Rogers is kind of like the quintessential like icon of kindness um, and that movie, I have not seen it yet, that's a shame on me, but the movie came out, and there's all this energy around that, and, and it almost is like this invitation, like, or, or by our culture for this fruit of God's Spirit, um, this, the interest and the enthusiasm around that movie. I was driving um, out of Starbucks. I do that often. Um, I'm trying to cut back. It's January, uh, New Year's resolution. Uh, but I was driving out of Starbucks one day, and I was thinking about this sermon, and this car was in front of me. And uh, truth be told, I was like, oh, I got to get my phone out. And I'm like trying to get it, and they, like, they drive off without me. And I'm like, oh, no, I will get that picture. So I chased them down, and, which was not a very kind act to do, probably. Who knows if they knew I was doing this, but... Um, this license plate to me was an invitation, a, a cry. A creation waits with eager expectation for the children of God to be revealed. There's this desire for kindness in our culture. Um, I read about, I read about um, a, an amazing new development in our culture, and that is um, in September. Uh, an alumni of Fuller, or excuse me, of UCLA, and um, two alumni donated twenty million dollars to start what is called the Badari. That word, I was w curious about that word. It's like the first two letters of all three of their kids' names. Um, the Badari Kindness Institute, and so UCLA has started an institute on kindness, $20 million. And it's an interdisciplinary project trying to teach people and resource people towards kindness. 
I was talking with Sonia just this morning, and she, I told her about this, and she said, oh, there's a class at USC that every freshman has to take called Friendship 101 that all students are now taking, which is beautiful and teaches us something about a need in our culture for this, this kind of fruit of God's Spirit. Um, let me tell you a little bit about this institute. I think there's some things um, to learn here. Um, it supports world-class research on kindness, create opportunities to translate that research into real-world practices, and serve as a global platform to educate and communicate its findings. Among its principal goals are to empower citizens and inspire leaders to build more humane societies. Um, the donor, um, one of the donors, Matthew Harris, said, our vision is that we will all live in a world where humanity discovers and practices the kindness that exists in all of us. Much research is needed to understand why kindness can be so scarce in the modern world as we seek at Badari to bridge the divide between science and spirituality through the establishment of the UCLA Kindness Institute. We hope to educate and empower more and more people in the practice of kindness. It's going to be directed by an anthropology professor named Daniel Fessler, whose research includes exploring how witnessing acts of remarkable kindness can cause an uplifting emotional experience that in turn motivates the observer to be kind. And in terms of kindness, he says, an important feature of our species, track with me on this, this is super interesting. An important feature of our species is that we are perhaps the most cooperative animal on the planet. So in no other species do you see cooperation between large numbers of unrelated individuals or even in many species tolerance of large numbers of unrelated individuals. And at the same time, our species is also an extremely conflictual one. So there's a good argument to be made that the reason we're so cooperative is because we have a long history of intergroup violent conflict. And trying to understand how the cooperation aspect of it works, the helping one another component of it, in juxtaposition with the conflict aspect, is an important step toward understanding how we can promote a more harmonious society and a more harmonious world. So he's saying we are the, perhaps the most cooperative species on the planet and that maybe we've developed that because of the long history we have of intergroup conflict. Are we talking current events yet? Um, as troubling as violence and cruelty are in our society, Fessler goes on to say, the actual level of positive cooperation is astounding at an evolutionary level. Our species is hyper-cooperative one. No other species is engaged in such large level of cooperation among individuals who are not kin. And so they define kindness at UCLA as thoughts, feelings, and beliefs that motivate action intended to generate a benefit for another party. 
And then they go on to talk about how in this interdisciplinary approach, practicing kindness is being shown to change um, and alter our genes to the point where depression and anxiety are reduced oftentimes, that the risk of cancer and cardiovascular disease can be reduced. Um, all, again, reduced, not cured, not, we're not, we're not, um, by the practice of kindness. Um, Harris, who is the donor, notes his own struggles through trauma and addiction to eventual self-acceptance as making him realize the importance of cultivating kindness to oneself. And so that's why he, he invested like this. Um, the creation waits with eager expectation, Romans says, for the children of God, people enlivened by the fruit of the Spirit. They show a video in some of their research. I want to show it to you now. This is a video that UCLA shows, um, and uh, I want to make this a part of our exploration of kindness today. Real quick, a couple people. What do you appreciate about that? What's, what, what, what was the moment that stood out to you? Besides the life insurance ad at the end. <laughs> Anybody? Else. Is it kind of to like, you have to stop doing that? Like, I don't do that, so maybe it's not that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a stop is required. It's good. It's good. Yeah. Oh, Sonia, and then Carolyn. Yeah. Uh huh. Carolyn. Yeah, in terms of the tangible, right? But in terms of the emotional feelings, I, I like how the video points that out as, as valuable. What we feel matters. Um, and, and, yeah, thanks. Yeah, Rob? Yeah, Jen.
the moment the grumpy woman who was pushing the cart like gave a little extra and the guy was like, huh? <laughs> you know, did that just happen? Yeah. Um, Galatians says that the fruit of the Spirit of God is love, um, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And against these things there's no law. And there's this invitation that Paul gives us to live by the Spirit and to keep in step with the Spirit. Um, we've talked a lot about how... Um, these fruit are, 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 they're really about love, and they're these different kind of elements of love um, that, uh, that kind of permeate out like a prism. I've got a picture of that. Oh, I thought I did. Maybe it's coming later. Um, but there's these dispositions to act in certain ways, and they, they both um, kind of benefit the community and they're, they're resourced to us by community. Um, they sustain and they reflect this common life of God. Um, Hosea has this amazing picture of God's relationship with God's people. When it says, when Israel was a child, I loved him. Out of Egypt, I called my son. The more I called them, the more they went from me. They kept sacrificing to the Baals, the idols, the other ways of the world, and offering incense to idols. Yet it was I who taught Ephraim to walk. I took them up in my arms, but they did not know what I, that I healed them. I led them with cords of human kindness, with bands of love. I was to them like those who lift infants to their cheeks. I bent down to them and fed them. I love that image of God. And sometimes it's helpful for me to, to remember that God is not just a loving God, but God is a kind God. Um, there's, it's, it, this is an invitation, all the fruit of the Spirit, invitations to think about different aspects of God's character, not, not just different invitations on how we live. So God is a God who's loving, who's patient, who's kind, who's gentle, who's good, um, long-suffering. Ephesians, Paul picks up on this. I'm going to just read this bottom part. Um, God who is rich in mercy, out of the great love with which he loved us even when we were dead through our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you've been saved and raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the ages to come he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace in kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you've been saved through faith. This is not your own doing. It's the gift of God, not the result of works, so that no one may boast. For we are what God has made us, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand to be our way of life. There's a couple of words used for kindness in the scriptures. One is this Old Testament word, hesed, which can be translated, and we often hear it as steadfast love, kindness, Mercy, devotion, it's what we read in Micah 6, 8. What does the Lord require of you but to do justice and to love hesed? Um, another word, the word used in Ephesians, is this word krestotes, we'll call it. Um, and it kind of has this meaning of kindness, like a honesty, a simplicity, 
um, soft-heartedness, silly good nature. Um, the early Christians were called Christians, but there's some argument that this word was used, not just Christos, like Christians, but this word as the kind ones. Um, right now in our culture, the culture, I think, is screaming for examples and really public examples of Christians who are the kind ones. Um, and it's that public part that I wrestle with. How do, you, how do you try to live into kindness in a way that speaks to the culture that remains kind um, and humble? So kindness is this giving and receiving of steadfast love and help. Um, or as UCLA puts it, thoughts, feelings, and beliefs that motivate action intended to generate a benefit for someone else. And there's nuances to this, and we don't have time to get into all that. Um, the, uh, there's my picture. Um, but a part of kindness is this like acknowledged um, dependence on one another, not utter dependence. Utter dependence is not helpful for anyone. But this acknowledged dependence where there's opportunity for reciprocity um, is a super important element in our world or invitation for us as Christians in our world. Um, there's one example, I think, of the kind of thing we can learn from each other in a way that kindness can be cultivated among us is this acknowledgement that we depend on one another, um, not with utter dependence, but with shared dependence um, between um, each and every one of us. There's all kinds of uh, cultural obstacles to cultivating kindness. And um, some of the ones that I thought of for this was, the, you know, our, 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 our tendency to promote self-sufficiency. That I've got this. Like, we have no problem talking about the technology we're dependent upon. Like, I couldn't live without my phone. I couldn't live without my TV. I couldn't live without my refrigerator. I couldn't live. But we have a really hard time noting the people that we couldn't live without. It's not quite as easy. It's an obstacle in our culture. Um, market transactions can hide our interdependency. Um, the way we do business, and it's a, it's a, this is not a critique on the way we do business, this is just a reality that the way we do it hides our interdependency. Um, so that's a, that's a tricky part of, of cultivating kindness. And then we just nurture autonomy. We, 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 we value that um, in our culture so much, which can, can keep us from kindness. And there's not in our culture like this attack on like, don't be kind, right? There's not this like direct front on like, you need to be more of a jerk. Um, but what there is, is there's these other competing values that are held up and, 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 and we're, we're asked to live into, like the ones we just mentioned, that keep kindness from being a reality. So what I want to do with this last little bit of time we have is with someone next to you, one or two people, for just a few minutes, talk to each other. 
When you hear about kindness explored like this, when you see a video like that, when you think about obstacles that might be in our way, what are resources that we have here every Sunday that might help us be open to the Spirit's work in inviting kindness into our life? Not just for our benefit, but as a, as a sign to the world of what God wants to do in and through the world. Um, all right, go for it. Is it really that time? Wow, early today. Go for it as they walk in and invite them into your conversation. As we prepare for Eucharist um, and we wait for the other, other, other kids to come in, what are some resources that we have here as a worshiping communion that might cultivate kindness among us? Anybody come up with any ideas they're willing to share with us? said there was a parent on Caleb's soccer team that we were chatting with this week who's a Lyft driver who said do you have a guy in your church named Arthur and I'm like you mean Ed <laughs> he's like no Arthur I'm like no it's Ed <laughs> and he went on and on about how kind you were in the, in, and you've had him a couple times I hear as a Lyft driver which is beautiful yeah thank you you must have got your dopamine rush because he, he enjoyed your conversations. It's great. Anybody else? Resources here in the gathered community um, that might call. Yeah. Yeah, Hannah. We're not always really good at um, hugging each other. Like all of us here, we're great at hugs. Great at hugs. It's a big deal. It's a really big deal. Amen. As one is demonstrated right now in front of us. Yeah. Anybody else? Yeah, Naomi. One more. Anybody else? What do we?
There's, there's a lot of resources, and we could go on and on. But every week we remember who God is and God's story, and that we are, we are dependent upon God. Um, and that invites us into acknowledging our dependence on one another. Um, and we have scriptures that tell us that it's actually in our weaknesses that the good stuff of God happens. Um, that's an invitation to kindness. Um, we nurture connections, which all of you just talked about um, in amazing ways. And I think we have an invitation to listen. That we, we listen to each other, we listen to the scriptures. Um, and uh, in our listening, kindness can be, can be cultivated. Last night, um, I stumbled into the Griffins in downtown Monrovia. And I was, I'm embarrassed of the interaction because I was so disoriented um, coming out of the movie Just Mercy last night. And I just want to invite you all to see that. Um, talk about a way to listen towards kindness. Talk about a work of kindness. Um, see that. That's all I got to say about that. Um, there's resources out there to help us see one another um, and see the ways of the world and invite us into kindness.